Hello guys, welcome to Modley Words. It's your boy Ibuku as always and always. Well, um I sympathize with all of us that have lost one person or another in the um campaign, let me put it like that, of the SARS to continue to end people's lives unnecessarily or arrest people for things that were not done without having proper understanding well that brings me to something this morning i was speaking with a friend and she was having a conversation over the death of the last person that was killed now the question that came i had the conversation with her and i told her and i said we all want to end SARS but if we end SARS today the people that we are taken to I mean that that in the source department will be taken out and put under the unit or removed or ejected out of the police force if these are done what is the assurance that we will not see have these same problems we will not see have to end the next units they go to we will not see have to deal with oligalism to deal with amdrobery these people already have licenses putting them out of work would definitely affect our society if this kind of people leave the force if they could use power the, the little power in their capacity to create so much havoc what's going to happen when they leave power without jobs and how it's going to affect us as a people institutions have been developed in the world over centuries for different reasons and these restrictions were brought in to play different roles back in the 191900s the government institutions the parasitals in the country were known to be at the best people were using pit latrines but people didn't catch a lot of diseases at that time the institutions were being run well by who the people and these helped our society grow our schools were taught i mean were, were equipped with great teachers our officials were equipped with knowledge and they performed their roles wole wolees were there to make things work the olopas carried only a kondo that was where the kondo olopa came out from they only carried a stick and there was law and order what happened to these same institutions that were properly run in the 1900s and now having these issues is it the institutions or the people themselves i am for and against the ensors the ensors like i said earlier would affect us if we don't get it right for it we should end the current mannerism of several things and what do i mean first we have to understand what the root problem is from the onset the problem has always been recruitment bringing every tom dick and harry into the police force is not and these issue as being one of the biggest problems we are facing 
if we actually correct it from that stent, I'm not saying there's there's still not going to be corruption, but in developed worlds, people must have, I mean, at least a degree, a diploma or something before you can enter many of these courses. In Nigeria, even those without any background, well, maybe primary school, would be able to enter the force. Now, even when they enter the force, how much training on psychology, on sociology, on human interaction, on on citizenship, on social ethics are these people taught? We have one of the craziest training, I mean, regimes in the world for our military and paramilitary. But we don't instill the basics, the fundamentals. I was listening to Pastor Mike Thor, I'm a Christian and um, I, I, I follow the French Transformation Church. And I was, as I was listening to him, he said something. He said, fundamentals has been the problem in our lives. When we don't address the fundamentals, we actually cut across a lot of things. Many of the problems in the country are because the basic amenities are not well put in place. Many people have issues in, I mean, about relating with stuff because the basics, the primary education is problematic. Look at the primary health care. I, I mean, Anikola Bokuti, when he established it then, was to take care of the basic of the basic to ease in the hospitals. If our primary health care today are properly done or properly run, we will have lesser issues with health in the country. The SARS is the same thing. I remember the first effect of the SARS and I hated them from then. When they came to effect, back then a lady was, I mean she committed suicide because of what they did to her. And what did they do? A bike man was driving a lady and she was, you know, Ladies, sometimes when their the trousers, so a bot was showing just the tip, and they told her to come down the naked heart. I told the bike man to suck her boobs. The guy didn't want to do that, and they almost killed him. He had no choice to do that. In the heart of Mayfair, she was a 300 level OAU student. Eventually, she came to suicide three days later because she couldn't stand the shame. Another time, they came to my school area and they started beating people in Ikwetu then, beating people to um, because they were on dreads or stuff. And you know, these issues were not what they were brought you to. They came, they brought you to come and handle. You just wanted to harass people because you had power. And why was that? Because they didn't understand simple things psychology sociology basic interaction with human beings they've been blinded by the training the hardcore training that they went through during their years of um military trainings or apartment military trainings and if we end SARS what do we talk about about other harms of government other about other institutions that have continued to have effect on our lives. Do we end everything? No, we cannot. We can only end the brutality by doing what is right. And how do we do that? We can only do that 
by reforming our minds. And what are the minds? The minds and SARS are the people you see on the streets. Even if we don't affect, I mean, correct the constitution, which needs to be corrected anyway. But even if it is not corrected, how did it work in the 1900s that things were done very well? And how is it working too? I put the blame on all of us, not just the SARS, but everybody that has always, you know, aided corruption. We all have paid a part in the current ongoings in the country. Many of us would want to do things at passport offices. How many of us pay heaven and earth just to get an international passport? Why? Because we think it is 24 hours. There's a time frame that is set up. If you really wanted to travel in, in January, then start the process now and let the due cost follow. If everybody stops to pay an extra bit for something that is either free or at a particular price, we will start the process in correcting these wrongs. If every one of us make it a point of contact that we stop allowing these actions that um, that have continued to have effect on our society and say no to it, we will stop all this brutality that we are facing. The police can continue to say all of this because they feel that eh, people, there are still people that will come and, you know, take a part in all of this i remember schools even right from the university days i mean primary school secondary school all of us have always been part of this problem we will agree that we will tell this lecturer that we won't do it this way someone will go behind and do it another way then you would say that people are the problem i mean the institutions are the problem no we are we have started it and we are going to end it how do we end it is a problem when the the protest is amazing because it's been peaceful so far, and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm I'm grateful. I'm 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 sorry, sorry for the people that have lost their lives in the process, or those that have been arrested. Now, what we should call for really is the fact that we need to correct these wrongs. We need to put an end to how it is being done. And how do we do that? Let them take these people and give them a proper training. Let them correct it at the recruitment phase. Let them reform the constitution. There are no checks and balances against these people. Let them put those checks and balances. By the time many of those things are going to continue to be, I remember it is not just in Nigeria. It is not just in Africa. It is not just in the UK. It is not just in the U.S. It is every single where. We all have been our problems. And we are the solutions. Let us take our institutions seriously. We as the people, let us do our part. Let us do what is right. Let us stop looking for loopholes and trying to beat the game. And people as the citizens of the country do not engage in, in bribery and corruption. Because we say these people are corrupt. Why are they corrupt? We made them corrupt. We are 
part of the problem. We allow for all the things. The moment we say no, and no it is, we will start the process of transforming our society. I am proud to be a Nigerian and I would always see that we get a better country. I love you all. Thank you for listening. It is your boy Bukun again and thank you for joining me on a lifetime of transformation.